I'm Heather Roberts here with Dr. Cynthia Marie of St. Charles. She's the medical director for infectious diseases. And Dr. Marie, this is your very, very busy time of year, I can imagine. Yeah, people equate this time of year to much like an accountant during tax season for infectious diseases. It's it's a busy time of the year for us. It, yes. is, a, it is very busy. And, and unlike tax season, this really impacts, well, maybe it is like tax season. It impacts everybody. <laughs> we do have flu in Deschutes County in Central Oregon. We know that there are cases here. Uh, we're also still dealing with COVID-19. And we've heard about this kind of trifecta of illnesses with RSV as a as a big part of that picture. What are you seeing at St. Charles? What illnesses are you guys really dealing with there right now? Yeah, we are starting to see a little bit more hospitalizations with COVID-19, but not extreme like we did during the height of the pandemic. Uh, mostly what we see is just increased visits to like our urgent care and family care clinics along with our ED for respiratory symptoms. Um, and that just does happen this time of year. Uh, we haven't seen it uh, extremely higher than we would expect during a typical viral season yet. Um, this is kind of um, as to be expected right now as far as our volumes for respiratory complaints during this time of year. I like to nerd out over the uh, flu tracker uh, line graph that the county and the state put out because I am a complete nerd. And it looks like, according to that graph, that we're lower than last year, but we are above kind of what we saw coming right at, you know, on the heels of the pandemic, which I guess isn't too surprising given how much isolation we had in those couple of years during COVID. What is St. Charles planning for this winter? Yeah, and that's always a difficult thing to try to predict viruses. Um, we definitely have been studying uh, what we've seen in the past few years and the trends that have been happening with that. Um, we did see during the height of the pandemic that RSV and influenza basically disappeared. I um, mean, we really just didn't see it at all. And then immediately after kind of those um, behavioral modifications that we were undergoing uh, went away as far as masking and distancing and all of that, we had a surge and it was an early and very brisk surge of RSV and influenza. Um, and then what we've seen is we're starting to kind of trend more towards normal. Um, and so kind of looking at that and then combining what we observed in the Southern hemispheres, which is what we look to in the Northern hemispheres, as far as what we think our, our influenza season and RSV season might be like, um, we can see that we expect that we're going to have something similar to last year, but probably not quite as brisk of um, numbers. Hopefully they'll be a little bit muted and maybe a little later. And we are seeing that already um, where we didn't see the really high October numbers, which thank goodness um, that we saw last year with RSV. Um, and we're just starting to see those viruses um, really get a foothold in our area now, which is a little early, but not uh, not completely out of the norm for what we would see with a viral season. It's tough when we're talking about influenza because a lot of people still haven't gone out and gotten their flu shot. So you aren't, you're not dealing with a, a large immune population yet. Aside from going out and getting your flu shot, what are you recommending? What are you hoping Central Oregonians will do to help prevent spreading these viruses? 
Well, I think one of the things we really learned um, during the pandemic is, you know, stay home if you're sick. Uh, don't spread it around and really try to avoid those sick contacts. So if if someone's having symptoms or saying they're not well, you know, give them time to recover. Um, remember to, um, you know, just be mindful of that. If you have a sniffle, you feel like you're getting sick, to either wear a mask or um, just uh, bow out of that um, activity for that time to try not to spread this around. And of course, hand washing is always great. There's still plenty of time to get your vaccine. Um, our numbers haven't been that great coming out of the pandemic for vaccine uptake. I think that that will be one of the things that may be an unpredictable factor going into this viral season. Um, we do have a new vaccine for RSV, particularly for the older folks or people who have um, serious comorbidities. They uh, may be eligible for that RSV vaccine, which is an exciting new development. So we do have vaccines for the three major um, respiratory viruses. Um, and I think that that's really our best defense um, against spreading um, these viruses around and getting really sick. That's what they're great for is really mutating that the illness so people don't end up um, needing to get hospitalized. We've heard from the state that the infant RSV vaccine has been in very short supply. What is St. Charles seeing? Are you able to distribute that? It, you know, it's a disappointment, but again, not probably completely unexpected that we would have that um, supply constraint on such a valuable uh, new tool that we have. Um, just looking at the studies, it really is very effective at preventing um, RSV for our um, newborns, and that's a very vulnerable population for the RSV virus. So, um it was disappointing we wouldn't have enough, but again, we were kind of expecting that might happen. Um, we did get a supply in at St. Charles that we've been able to start administering since November 1st to our newborns in our um, NICU. We've been trying to be mindful and really target the population the CDC recommends for the highest risk for this um, new monoclonal vaccine. And knowing that our supply uh, will not be abundant this year, uh, hopefully that will uh, correct itself next year as they ramp up production. Um, this year, we'll, we'll be definitely looking to who would be best served with that monoclonal. But in lieu of that, we do have enough of the adult vaccine, which is recommended for those who are pregnant, expecting to be delivering during the RSV season. That's the best way that the mom can and for protection for the baby at this time during the season. Just wanting to kind of touch back on COVID-19. I know I feel like after this many years, we're all sick of talking about it, but it's obviously still out there. And you said that you've got hospitalizations. We're seeing an uptick, which we expect this time of year now. We're starting to kind of get used to talking about it uh, during flu season. What are the dangers that we need to understand? What do we need to know about that virus now? Well, I think one of the big unknowns is it just keeps changing so quickly. Um, so far, when we have been developing vaccines, they've had some effectiveness to new variants that pop up. But the speed that they kind of pop up and then spread is definitely concerning that you can get one that people's innate immunity that they have now developed from having it once, twice, or three times, um, or the vaccination um, won't be effective for anymore. And then we'll again be back to keep people getting really sick. And so I think that's the, the part that gives everybody pause and, and hoping that that doesn't 
occur. Um, the new uh, variant that's spreading around of the BA2 so far has even its subvariants. Um, the vaccine has its some effectiveness for, and so also prior infections uh, likely will have some immunity for that um, uh, variant. And so that's encouraging that hopefully this year we won't see a wave of really severe infections. Um, our usually our peak in the winter, and it's hard to say usually because <laughs> we're it's a novel virus and we're still trying to figure it out. It's hard but to think January... after three years that we have a usually. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. But January has traditionally been our winter peak for that virus. And so I don't think we've seen it yet. I think it'll come after our major holidays, although we see an uptick starting to happen throughout the nation. I think we'll probably see that slowly ramp up until we get to close to closer to January. Of the hospitalizations that you're seeing at St. Charles, are we talking pre-existing conditions kinds of people or uh, just simply, you know, immune systems aren't able to fight this and they're relatively healthy? Yeah, I think our trend that we've seen is uh, exactly what we've seen through the nation is this is still really affecting those particularly who are older um, and have pre-existing conditions. Um, at this point in the game, we just really see that population is most affected with severe disease. In the last minute that we've got, what do you want Central Oregonians to know during this this season of infection? I mean, it's the holiday season, but it's really heart of this infectious disease season. I think the important thing is, you know, try to take the lessons that we've had from these past three years, um, kind of appreciate uh the viruses for what they are and how sick they can make people, but also know that we have a lot of tools and a lot of knowledge we've gained with how to prevent the spread and how to protect ourselves. And knowing that we're in a much better place uh, equipped with those, whether it's vaccines or behavioral modifications, um, we really can um, affect how much our community uh, experiences the ill effects literally, of these viruses. So I think that's the big thing, the big message to take away. There's a, there's still going to be respiratory viruses, probably going to have a lot of people sick and missing school and work. Um, but we have a lot of uh, hope with the new tools and uh, modalities we have now to prevent severe illness. Dr. Cynthia Marie, St. Charles Medical Director for Infectious Diseases. Thank you so much for taking the time and, and I'll let you get back to work because I know you are very busy. Yeah, thank you very much. You're listening to FM News 100.1 on 1110 KBND.